Get the edge and an unfair advantage by listening, learning, and implementing the latest and greatest tips from our show. If you're a newbie in the real estate industry, whether in brokerage, sales, investing, or the entire business altogether, we will help you crush it and even sting the competition. We operate on the abundance mentality, so even though some of us love to compete, there is plenty enough to go around. Hence the birth of our show. Marguerite, Anthony, how's it going, guys? Great, Joe. How's it going with you? Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> we're we're um, into the third week of uh, January, and it's very exciting. Yeah, yeah, it's a really interesting market that we're seeing, don't you think? I think so. I mean, there's actually quite a bit of activity happening right now, so that's yeah. it's pretty good. Heck yeah, heck yeah. How you doing, Anthony? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I went out door knocking over the weekend and, you know, it was fun. There you go. There you go. Got to keep moving forward. So what are we working on today? I think we should talk about teams today, whether to be on one, whether to have a team, you know. Yeah, that's a great topic. That's a great topic. Let's talk about teams. So let's move in multiple directions, you know, whether to have a team, not to have a team. I think there's some listeners, especially new, newer agents, you know, they're seeing other teams and getting wowed. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. Let's just move in multiple directions. Okay. That yeah. sounds good to me. All right, cool. Let's do it. All right. So who wants to go first? Well, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> No, gentlemen first. Go ahead. Looks like Anthony's going to do a cha-cha there. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I was always wondering of how, how big a team should be, you know? Wow. Um, Great question. You know, like, okay, because there could be a lot of friction with a bigger team or, you know, or yeah. it could be better or because you get more role playing going on. It, I, I don't know. You know I haven't decided. That's a great that. question, Anthony. So, I'll tell you a little history, what I've seen and what I've experienced in the past. And sometimes bigger doesn't mean better. Sometimes bigger doesn't mean better. When I was in Prudential years and years ago, you know, I was one of the pioneers back in the day uh, with teams. And I had at one point five people on my team, at one point almost 20. And from a business owner, team leader perspective, I wasn't as profitable when I got that much bigger. I wasn't as profitable. And then, like you said, multiple different personalities are dragging you here, dragging you there. And next thing you know, you don't have a life, right? However, I got to say, Anthony, I was talking to one of my buddies, Andy, uh, right before he took off to uh, Kauai, I believe it was, you know, and this was so amazing. I mean, I saw a post on Facebook, big shout out to Andy C out there, my brother. Um, he probably brought like 20 people to Kauai, his team celebrating, having a good time. I say the more the merrier when you do like retreats like that, sometimes it's really fun, you know? And so I think the biggest thing that people should write out there is build the team to the size of your ambition. Build a team to the size of your ambition, because I was coaching this one gal um, and she pushed really hard. She was doing great production. She started to build up. She got a, an assistant, a marketing assistant, four or five different agents. Next thing you know, she's like, man, I've never taken management school. I've never managed before. And then all of a sudden she's pulling her hair out. She went back to her and her husband and that was it. 
she was like, nah, I don't want to do teen, blah, 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 you know, and she went back to her husband and that was it. And so like, I would also share that with the audience. If you don't have prior management experience, leadership experience, that's something to think about. What are your thoughts, Marguerite? Yeah, I agree with that. I think it's, um, I think you need to be prepared uh, to be a team leader. Um, And I also think it has a lot to do with personality. I mean, how big, you know, you get your team, you know, how involved you are in actually still selling real estate. If you've got a big team of a hundred agents or something like that, you're probably not doing a whole lot of real estate sales yourself. So, you know, that's a whole different career move. Uh, you know, you're in the, in the business of managing people at that point, um, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it just depends on your personality. Do you, are you comfortable uh, leading people? Do you tend to want to just, you know, do the work be in the, you know, do you like selling real estate? You know, because if you do, you you probably want a smaller team or a husband wife team or just a single agent with support staff team. There are different kinds of teams. Exactly correct. And what I would say to that question, Anthony, and the audience out there, there's a book out there, uh, Rocket Fuel. Rocket Fuel. So if you're really kind of coming from that place, like, hey, do I want to build it or not? Also, the disc personality on Rocket Fuel, I believe it's on their website still. I believe it's free. You could take the test and it'll answer this one very, very important question. Are you a visionary or are you an implementer integrator? Are you a V or an I? Are you a V or an I? Well, Anthony, if you wanted to be a great leader, your own team, which do you typically should be? Well, for me, I, I, I think an I, but. <laughs> Margarita is correct. You yeah. need to be the B. Because I had, be the B. as an electrician, I had one time, I had 70 men under me. Right? Wow. And oh, wow. That's, that's a lot of personalities. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. And no doubt. Was, so it, it, that was, that's very stressful. That it is. Was, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's very stressful. And they got people that don't show up or they don't get along. It's, it gets overwhelming. I mean, it was very stressful for me at that time. No <laughs> doubt. No doubt. I know and, you talk about visionary, but man, it was rough. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to add to the audience out there that like the V&I is very important. Any successful company out there does have an I an integrator, but they're usually behind the curtains, behind a computer, really taking charge on the direction that the visionary is saying to go. The visionary has a big dream. They're usually very disorganized. They're very artistic. And sometimes it's a shiny coin, right? They're going after this and that and this and that and this and that. An implementer, usually an integrator, is very methodical. They want to know A through Z, And they don't want to do B until they finished A. So they're very like, hey, let's do this first, then this. They want to get all their ducks in a row. A visionary, not that it's bad. They're all over the place sometimes. Soon as they hear this, oh, shiny coin. Soon as, ooh, you know, and sometimes I'll tell you what, like when the visionary gets super clear, the implementer integrator gets super excited. Now they start hitting the other book by Gino Wickman called Traction. Okay, and so that's what I would recommend 
like when when you're trying to figure out if you're going to build this team or not figure out who you are first who do you need because if you don't if you can't figure out if you're a v or an i you already have a problem okay because a v again has that bigger vision they they see a little bit farther ahead the implementer they don't they want to see the first step and do only the first step then we go to the next step that's Makes true sense. that is so true because I would I would know everybody's trade before me. Okay, the plumber goes first, the tin knocker goes next, then we go, then this one goes. So, and I knew their job, and I was telling them their job before I can start my job. Because if I start putting my stuff up and then I'm in the way, I got to take my stuff down. So th that is very true. So you're so you're an I. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's good. Every every V needs right. an I. <laughs> so. That's right. That's right. That's exactly correct. That's exactly correct. Um, so going back to the team, you know, I would also say like when you really start getting into this about building the team, there's another book out there called MREA. If you're a newbie agent, there's another book out there that I, I would recommend you read, Millionaire Real Estate Agent. Okay. Now how this book works is your goal in that book is to build your team to the seventh level. The seventh level in that book basically says that, hey, it's running on its own. I could take a trip to the Philippines, come back. My hardest job is cashing checks. And that's a true story. That's something I actually experienced. And how, when you start it, there's two pillars. There's you on the very, very top. Okay, on one side, you're gonna have the admin, on the other side, you have the sales force. Now it could be switch, it doesn't matter. Keep it simple, one side is admin, one side is sales. When I started to build my team in Chula Vista, I had Beverly who started out as an assistant. She climbed my ranks. Next thing you know, she was my operations manager making over $100,000 a year, more than some of my agents. My brother, was my sales manager who was on top of all the other agents kind of leading that role. Whenever I wanted to go on a trip or doing something else, I let him run the sales meeting. He was in charge of KPIs, key performance indicators. And that's how I started to really build my team. But it didn't start like that. I mean, I, I started small and then started identifying who's going to be what. And what I also would recommend, guys, is if you have a whiteboard at your office or home, build what they call an organizational chart. If you build out an organizational chart, you're simply putting bubbles out there. You on the top, one on the left, one on the right. And then you start filling, you put job descriptions or job titles and then leave them blank until you start to pick those people up. And if you're brand, brand new, believe it or not, you do have a team as well. You have an escrow officer, a title rep, a lender, a TC, that is your team. So don't be afraid to call yourself a team because you technically do have a team. Well, since you brought, um, you know, that up, Joe, I have a kind of deviating question. Sure, please. So, um, so I'm sure a lot of new agents are out there thinking at what point do I start a team? Should I be on a team? You know, what, what do I do? So what, so what is your advice on that? Any feedback, Anthony, before I jump in? Well, I, I like the team because I got at least I have somebody to lean on or, you know, mentor or if I have questions or if you get stuck, you know, I, I can always reach out. Otherwise, I'm, if I'm a solo agent, I'm like, oh, no. 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. So my progression, like when I started, I had zero, like everybody else, right? But you have the obvious title escrow uh, lender, that team. But when you start to add people to your actual team, I would suggest at least one agent that you could count on, whether it's on your team or you could refer deals. What if you get sick? What if you take vacation? What if you're too, too busy with a buyer or seller? Start with referring deals here and there, okay? Usually it'll be buyers, okay? Because buyers, you know, nights and weekends, you won't have enough time in a week, okay? Your, your immediate hire for sure should be a personal assistant, executive assistant, assistant or a part-time assistant or a VA, you need somebody who's going to remove five hours, 10 hours, 20 hours, whatever amount of time that will be. And I recommend for starters, go part-time. Go part-time because I guarantee you, if you get a part-time assistant that'll take some of this admin off your plate, five to 20 hours, it's very, very significant. In the Millionaire Real Estate Agent book, I'm at that. You should hire an assistant. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, as soon as you can can afford to, and it makes sense, you should hire an assistant, you know, but just starting out, you know, you're still not, your team isn't built. You don't have, you know, you're not sure about an escrow company or a lender, you know, what I'm going to just jump in and say, I think it's very valuable to be on a team. Um, I know when I got my real estate license uh, and then hung it with a company, which was, um, can I say the company? I guess I can't tell Williams. <laughs> Williams at the time. And, and I did, and I realized there was so much to learn yes. that what you study for to pass the state exam, you know, it doesn't really prepare you for the day-to-day work in real estate. So, um, to, so to be honest, I think joining a team, getting help with leads, getting the mentoring that um, Anthony was talking about, super important. You're not like, you're not flailing out there all by yourself. You're, you know, kind of under an umbrella and you're learning the ropes, like an, even like an apprenticeship. Exactly correct. I mean, I started on a team myself. I was very lucky. So when I started real estate, I started part-time and I happened to join a team that this gentleman was already doing a hundred transactions a year. And he started me with the very, very basics. Joe, here's the phone. Here's a list of people to call expireds. Here's a script and start calling. That was like my first job. And so I was working my day job in mission Valley and I drive all the way down to Chula Vista, go in the office, start pounding phones. I'm like, Oh my God, this is actually so much easier than bill collecting. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I really quite as much. Do you (laughs) true story, true story. So I was a bill collector during the day and, you know, I just got sick and tired of it quite frankly. So that's why I started real estate and I I started just making calls, making calls. Like, wow, this is so much easier. So, so they don't want to kill me. They don't want to beat me up. (laughs) <laughs> and so I just started calling. And then next thing you know, I got more training and it was really on the job. 
you know, so like some people out there, you want to know every single thing, but more of your learnings on the job. And with somebody who's very successful, that accelerates your growth very quickly. So yeah, absolutely. You're new. Join a team. Absolutely. Yep. Any other thoughts, Anthony, on that? You, you're on a team. Yeah, I love my team. <laughs> I'm sure the team loves you back. <laughs> oh, my God. We're going to have a love fest here. Apparently, we are. Get it hot, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> and anybody that wants to join, come on down. We take more people on. Drop that number, Anthony. <laughs> yeah, me too, hey. <laughs> <laughs> don't be plugging yourselves here <laughs> not yet not yet <laughs> no but that that's good stuff guys i mean that's really yeah. good stuff we talked about teams and um you know i i'd even to say something like you know at the end of the day uh, the company doesn't matter if you're joining a team right you need as much support as you get. And if you have a really great leader who's really constantly learning, constantly being accessible, maybe even giving you some leads, you know, what my what my mentor taught me, you know, he was really old school. He goes, hey, you know what, what Confucius basically says, if I give you a fish, I'm going to feed you for a day. I'm going to teach you how to fish and I'm going to feed you for life. You know, some people, they get into this teams and I actually had to learn the hard way. So when, when I had started building my team, I was just giving fish away. And at that point, you know, I was spending over $15,000 a month on marketing and the leads were coming in and I would just hand them out, hand them out, hand them out. Okay. When the market turned and these people were so dependent on my leads and the lead flow started to shrink, guess what happened to some of my agents? Gone. Yeah, they quit. <laughs> Gone like the wind. Yeah. So at that time, you know, we were in a market that was starting to climb. I had the the reserves of money to pay $15,000 a month on a lot of my print advertising. But when the market turned, the leads flow started going down. And at that point, some of them were too late or too lazy to really work on their skills, to work on how to hunt. And unfortunately, a lot of them left. Wow. Yeah. 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 So I would just say like, uh, yeah, number one, join a team. Uh, number two, you know, when you decide to build your own team, figure out what that looks like, figure out, um, some of the things that how you're going to add value. Some people I know that are on teams, they stay on there forever. And why? Because there's synergy. There's, there's things giving back and forth, you know, I have other teams I'm involved in. I've been in their teams a long, long time, multiple years, because uh, the 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 relationship is strong. I'm giving, I'm taking, there's, a, there's reciprocation going on. So it doesn't hurt at the end of the day. Are you making money? Are you happy? That's what I think it's going to really boil down to, whether it's your team or somebody else's team that you join. That's absolutely correct. Cool. Cool. Yeah. And if you want to join our team, <laughs> Anthony, out. Where's the hook? <laughs> you. I'm going to call your wife and tell her to get the hook out. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Marguerite's available too. She's growing her team. <laughs> I am growing my team. Yes. Uh, and I'm absolutely happy to talk to anybody who'd like to join it. 
Absolutely. Marguerite's a great leader. She's been in the business a long time. Experience does matter. So like if she could help mitigate your risk of being sued or having somebody complain, you should find somebody like Marguerite, who's very experienced, very seasoned, done tons of deals, very professional. And we have lots of fun too. There you go. (laughs) Not just YouTube. (laughs) There you go. There you go. We're having a nice love fest here. Yes, we are. All right. All right. Anybody else want to add anything before we wrap this up? No, I'm good. I'm good. That was yeah. good. That's awesome. That's awesome. Marguerite, best way to get a hold of you. Oh, you can always call or text 619-405-4958. My website's margariteapostolisteam.com and my email, margariteapostolisteam.com. Beautiful. Beautiful. Mr. Verzi. Anthony Verzi, 559-681-2398. Uh, my website's anthonyverzi at exprealty.com. Call me up. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Joe Mendoza, uh, 877-794-5227, 877-794-5227. Keep watching, following us, guys. We're posting on Instagram. We're posting on YouTube. We're posting on Facebook, LinkedIn. Track us down, guys. We're here to help. Obviously, we're really taking time out of our day to add value, to help you out. And yeah, we'd love to hear from you. So take care. God bless. Thanks for subscribing. Smash that bell if you're not. And we'll see you soon. See you guys next time. Thanks, guys. Thanks again for listening to the Newbie RE Show. Listen, enjoy, subscribe, and share the Newbie RE Show. Viewers and listeners are advised that any views, opinions, comments, or examples on the show are strictly for entertainment purposes only. No content on the show is intended to offend any religion, organization, company, or individual. There are no promises of results to listeners and viewers of our show. Actual results may vary. Viewer discretion is advised.